this movie is British Die Hard on a Plane, with a twist. Today I'm talking about SAS Red Notice. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a Redbox Studio movie called SAS Red... Uh, sorry, Redbox Studio exclusive called SAS Red Notice, which is kind of a die-hard riff, but it had a couple of interesting ideas that I wanted to talk about. So, without further ado, let's get started. I'll always have an affection for die-hard-inspired movies. Die Hard is a personal favorite, and any movie that replicates the one charismatic stealthy man versus a series of highly trained enemies in a hostage hostage situation hits the sweet spot of relatability and action that I enjoy so much. Which is why today's movie, SAS Red Notice, stood out, because it goes in a different direction with its lead character. The film follows SAS soldier Tom Buckingham, who just apprehended numerous members of an infamous paramilitary organization, who were recently caught on film massacring a village. Hoping to get away and propose to his girlfriend Sophie, Tom's vacation is upended when the daughter of the now-deceased paramilitary leader hijacks his train through the Channel Tunnel and demands a ransom. Can Tom get everyone, including Sophie, out safely? Despite the standard Die Hard setup, Red Notice has two interesting ideas, but I'm not sure if they work together. And I want to be clear that I think both are great ideas, and very gutsy to put in a movie like this. I just think they clash when they bounce off each other. The first idea is a take on the military-industrial complex, quite literally. Much like the standard military action movie or a standard Die Hard setup, our main baddie Grace Lewis, played by the always excellent Ruby Rose, is a ruthless leader who manages to stay one step ahead of the main military and government agencies coming after her, while trying to keep our hero Tom at bay. But unlike the standard villain in a movie like this, she's actually got a point. The movie doesn't hide that Grace and her compatriots have been used as muscle for corporate interests, with the military's blessing, abroad for years. This last incident was just the first time they got caught. So while she owns that she's monstrous, she's also not wrong that the government and military should own up to their part in all of this. Which is quite a take for an action movie, especially a military one, and honestly, I really like it. We never feel like Grace and her lackeys are good, but it makes the problem one of the government's own making, and its people are suffering accordingly. It's a far more bitter and hard-hitting take than I expected. The second idea is, who makes an ideal action hero? The movie opens with the monologue that defines what a psychopath is, how it is typically a genetic thing, how it is basically incurable, but some people with it learn how to love and care for other people in spite of it. And at first I was thinking, okay, cool, we're just describing our bad guy, and maybe the only person they've cared for will be the catalyst for all this, his daughter, played by Ruby Rose? Actually, no. Because shortly after this monologue, we meet Tom, our hero, who has cryptic conversations about whether or not his grandmother loved his grandfather, is told by a colleague that he's never loved anybody, and is called out by his girlfriend for switching on and off despite using lethal force an hour ago. And holy fucking shit, are they doing this? (laughs) They're doing it, aren't they? Yes, an undercurrent throughout the entire movie is that our hero, Tom, is a diagnosable psychopath 
which in turn makes him a great action hero because he can kill bad guys without feeling a thing and move on to the next mission. Sure, he's trying to save people, but it definitely feels learned versus this deep feeling within him. And it is fascinating to see the main baddie, Grace, recognize that Tom is like her and they have standoffs where they're trying to see if someone cares first. That's fascinating. Uh, oh wait, is this supposed to be a takedown of the military-industrial complex? And that's the problem. By themselves, each of these ideas could work. If the main focus was idea number one, that could this could be either Tom standing in for people trying to do the right thing or becoming someone who is disillusioned with his work and mission. If the main focus was idea number two, this movie is all about Tom finding his humanity through a cruel irony of taking lives while saving lives, or perhaps sacrificing his safety for other people. But that's not what this movie is. I'm not going to say what this, this movie is bad. It's actually a solidly made action film. There's a lot of decent fights and shootouts that make use of the unique location and visually ev evoke Die Hard in a bunch of fun ways. Likewise, we've got solid actors like the aforementioned Rose, Tom Wilkinson, and Andy Serkis chewing scenery at every turn. The only qualm is when these two great ideas slam into each other, which unfortunately is a lot of the movie. The verdict is, it's interesting. Though it has some great ideas, Red Notice should have committed to one of them to amplify its diehard thrills. Six out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.